Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry's a boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, you know, uh, Mike the Mariner, Captain Rusty. Who? Uh, Bill the producer. Who? All on hiatus. Or they could be out boating. We don't know for certain. They might be in quarantine together for all I know. I don't even know who that guy is with the red watch cap. And That's the, right. The, who the hell is Barry? Where Where has Barry been? Do you care to comment, Barry? Barry Barry's Barry's been busy with uh, family issues. Barry's been busy. Okay, uh, family issues. Uh, way to bring down the show. That's all I'm going to say. Thirty seconds in. Thanks, all right. Barry. Well, <laughs> it's just what he could have made something up. No, I don't make things up. You know that. But I'll tell you what. Where I've been visiting every uh, every day to check something out is the mm-hmm. Intracoastal has been busy. Boats have been out there. Yeah. Jet skis have been out there. Everyone's been out on the water. Jet uh, skis aren't places. boats. Maintaining no. social distancing and uh, keeping everybody safe. Uh, Especially when it comes masks. to jet skis. Yeah, well, on uh, wave runners or jet skis, yeah. Uh, you see only one or two people on there. Paddle boarders. Paddle? I haven't seen any paddle boarders, but I'll tell you what, it's been a mess of boats out on the intercoastal. So. I don't understand paddle boarding. I, I just don't get it. Why well, if, if you're in a nice area where it's the water's calm and all that, it's peaceful. These are the same people that would complain about standing in line at the DMV. Well, that's true. We'll okay. stand for hours on a board and slowly paddling themselves through mangroves, trying to avoid alligators. I, I don't, I just don't get it. I, I've never seen any paddle boarders out in the Everglades, and I live only two miles from it. So, You but, know why uh, you haven't seen any out there? Because they're all eaten. That's right. They haven't survived. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, are, are you feeling safe enough where you take your own boat out on the water, Barry? Oh, are yeah. Abso- absolutely. No, okay. that, that's that's not a problem. And as a matter of fact, I did some work on my truck uh, just to make sure everything was okay. So you're ready to tow Surprise out to the water as soon as you can and get in the water with, with uh, your little 17-footer and do yeah. some boating. Well, he has Absolutely. to do work on his truck because if you were to come down with that Honda, yeah, okay, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna tow it. Enough out no. of you. All right, we got uh, actually some other boating news and uh, inf- information. I think to navigate to, but uh, but first we got to. Well, we we have to uh, kind of recap some stuff from last week because we had a pretty interesting show. Well, we did. It was uh, appreciate all the comments and uh, questions and stuff like that. Uh, we were happy to have uh, Matthew Knoll. Yeah, from Noel Marine. Uh, when Barry's on. not here, we have awesome shows, don't we? Uh, thank you. <laughs> Highest ratings ever. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. So the the what Matthew was talking about in terms of you know marine surveying and what to look for and things like that. I did want to follow up on on a couple things. We we had some questions come through people that are interested in that as a career and how to get started you know, in that 
particular field. And I'll just say this. If you don't have a love for boats, don't do it. Um, because it, it, it's you you really you have to have a passion for you, it. You you do. Like but Matthew you have did. but you have to understand boats as well and boat owners and boat sellers because there's a little bit of a psychology there that that comes into play. They're crazy. And, well, no, you don't want someone to come along and say, "Hey, your boat's in bad shape." What do you mean? Well, you have to you have to be you have to use political you Not mean the the, the, the person, the surveyor, has to delicately present uh, problems so it doesn't send the guy off the deep end, is what you're saying, that, right? That's right. So he doesn't take take it as a personal offense. What do you right. mean, my boat smells? Right. Well, yeah, we talked about that quite a bit, actually. Uh, a little bit about uh, head systems. But, you know, if you're looking at getting into that particular field of marine surveying, you know, how you get started in it. Become a psychology major first. Of course, there are uh, online courses that you can take. Again, that doesn't really properly prepare you. You're really looking at um, doing an apprenticeship with a qualified, uh, well-known, well-established marine surveyor. And here's kind of what we get into. There is not any standards that are set for... A marine surveyor to achieve what you have are associations you have nams you have sams uh which is a society of uh uh american uh, um, uh, marine surveyors mm-hmm. nams national accredited marine surveyors uh, okay. the association of certified marine surveyors so on and so forth so you can go down this list and really anyone can create a business card and call themselves a a marine surveyor. Mm. Um, the accreditation that you get, if you're a member of SAMS or NAMS or one of these other organizations, is when you meet their standards, um, usually uh, they may require that you've done an apprenticeship. Uh, they may take, uh, in lieu of that, time in the industry that you've spent. Um, they're going to want some sample surveys. Um, and then... You pay them money, and that allows you to put their stamp or their insignia, if you will, on your business card, or you can promote yourself as a, an accredited member of this survey organization. Mm-hmm. And as we talk with Matthew, there are marine surveyors out there that provide different levels of quote-unquote marine surveying. Some I, I've been witness to that go in and write down engine serial numbers and verify the hull number, and they're done. They're collecting their check, and you know they're they're out of there. And then you have others that do a more in depth um, survey. Boats in the water, they've gone, they've run it, they've checked all systems. The boat gets hauled. They're checking the bottom. They're they're checking for any moisture in the hull. They they may go so far as to have if it's a IO have the uh, the stern drives pulled, um, check alignment, take gear lube samples, take engine oil samples. It all depends on what you're willing to pay for, uh, how much money you're willing to gamble with as far as the money that you're going to pay for a particular boat, and whether or not you know, you're know you going to take that risk of not having a survey done on it prior to the purchase. And to that end, what we had talked about was, really, if I was, if I was Barry and I had his boat, which he's, he was looking to sell, even something like that, I'd probably have a marine surveyor come by, go ahead, go through the boat, 
and create a report, the Marine Survey. So when I list it for sale, here it is. You well, know, you got to find a Marine surveyor that would take uh, a survey of Barry's boat and then go through it, find like nitpick everything to the point that by the time he's done, Barry would actually pay me to take his boat from him. That's the kind of Marine surveyor you want if you're the buyer. No. Well, yeah, of course you would say that. <laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, but so then you're really looking for someone that maybe is either a marine mechanic or has worked in the marine industry would be a better surveyor than just someone that just came off the street. Well, you know, with, uh, with, when when I was talking with Matthew when we when we first met, we actually attended um, some of the same schooling through Westlawn. I did. Well, uh, don't hold that against them. I completed um, their yacht design course in addition to their uh, NMMA Master Compliance Specialist certification, in addition to their metal corrosion in boats uh, specialization, boat building production methods, fiberglass production methods. These are all things that I've done, some of these that Matthew has done as well. And that in itself, okay, so you're book smart, but what practical experience have you had? Now, in my particular instance, I've been working in the industry since I was 18. Does that qualify me, qualify me as a marine surveyor? Not necessarily. If you go in-depth and you were to list, I've been through Merck schools, I've been through Volvo Penta schools, you know, diesel, EFI, IPS, uh, DPS, SX, fuel injection, diesel school, you know, going through all of these things, um, does that still qualify me? Not necessarily. <laughs> Well, it does in a way because you have the background to when you're looking at an engine, you're looking at an electrical system, you're looking at an outdrive, you're looking at the fiberglass. It, you already have a background as to what it should look like and what it should, where you need the experience is just as uh, Greg and said before, is knowing how to speak to the client, knowing how to write up the reports so that no one's feeling is hurt, but you're still putting down the god's honest truth on these reports yeah and barry to your point i mean do you have to be a a certified uh, marine mechanic to do it not necessarily but maybe you have a working relationship with a marine mechanic that when you have surveys done that are going to be an out of the water or um going out and going to run the boat uh, things of that nature there's a lot of stuff that you can get into especially on older boats i know when i would go out and run um, we would go through systems so in-depth, it kind of blow your mind. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. On the world of boating, stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. You know, this might be the thing. A boat. Is it hard to take care of a boat? Not a little boat like this. And you have to have your license and you have to... No, nothing. It's like a slide whistle. Anyone can buy one. Oh, the phones will rise with the sleep still in their eyes And they'll jerk from the beds and think they're dreaming But they'll pitch themselves and squeal and they'll know that it's for real The hour when the ship comes in This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, a boater. Navigating the latest boating news and information and talking about marine surveyors, boat surveyors. You know, we had uh, Matthew on last week and, uh, you know, he, he, he represented quite well. We had to catch that. that show on the podcast. If, you could uh, go you back, didn't. catch up with the rest of the class right there at worldofboating.com. And, um, you know, I thought he did a great job, but we're kind of talking about how you know you're getting a quality surveyor like Matthew today, and, and you just want to check out their accreditation, make sure they're you know, a member of NAMBLA, whatever. Also. No, not, not NAMBLA. What, what was it? Stop N- that, man. What, what is wrong with you? Well, you said N-A something. What I is said it? NAMS. How, NAMS, do you, how right. do you get NAMBLA from NAMS? I, you know, I, I might have added a letter or two. Do you know what that is? What are you talking about? <laughs> She's sure. getting a little old, you know. Anyway, there's uh, accreditations that they uh, get. And and that's a good well, tell sale. It's accreditations that way, you, you know. can apply for, right? You know, and nothing. Well, you know, I, I've I've worked with marine surveyors that weren't accredited, mm-hmm. and these guys were top notch. Uh, so it's more word of mouth then it, as it's well. More, if you know somebody. It's that's more, always it's more experience. Mm-hmm. Do your homework, but you but know, knowing if they have the certification from one of those. You know, boat surveyor organizations. Well, the question is, is a good how do you first get start? That, 
Yeah. How do you get that certification? Do you take an exam or do you just pay a fee? Well, it'd be Both. kind. It'd be kind of like if you wanted to start a radio show, Barry. You know, yeah. you just you just print up some business cards and you buy some equipment and boom. You got a radio show. You got a radio there, there's show. no certification <laughs> uh, yeah. for doing a. Oh wait, wait! You must be certifiable. That is true. All right, moving on to more, uh, you know, constructive things. What do yeah. we got, Patrick? Well, no, we just we again, we just wanted to follow up on that. So if you're if you're looking to purchase a boat, um, whether it's a new uh, or a pre-owned, and you're looking, it's it's highly advisable. Uh, to hire a marine surveyor and have them check it out. The boat should be water ready. If you have a boat seller that talk about the obvious there, won't you? Won't you? Because there have <laughs> been boat sellers that no, you're not. The boat's not getting run. Until, you're not going to want this one. It has a hole in it. You're not running this boat until I got money in my hand. You know, there's there's some. Whether you're buying a car or a motorcycle, there are people like that. You know, you you put ten thousand dollars in my hand, you can go take it for a ride. You know, otherwise you're you know you're you're not. I'm not. You're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So when you go and run the boat, um, it'd be nice if the owner was there. But you know, it, it's better if you have the surveyor and the surveyor. It's better that you are with the surveyor because he can explain anything that he's seeing uh, at that time. Uh, and I come from the old school of, I mean, we would go and verify tack readings via a timing light. So are the tacks that are on the helm actually showing what the engines are actually turning? So, I mean, you can go way, way, way in depth, maybe almost too far um, on a marine survey. But again, depending on the amount of money that you're looking to spend, Again, how much are you willing to lose, you know, on that? And the horror stories are out there of, yeah, the guy told me he seemed so nice and, you know, I, I took it out and, yeah, the guy worked on it for three days to make sure that it would run, you know, and then you get it and, you know, two days later the thing is sinking um, or you find out that the engine is shot, um, you know, well, all kinds of just manifolds, things like that. Manifolds are a huge one that, again, most people, when they're going out, they fall in love with it. Oh, man, we're going through the water. This is so great. They're not looking at the engine compartment. They're not looking at anything back there. They're just happy to be out on the water and, and going. Sure. So it's, again, highly advisable. You go ahead, do your homework. Word of mouth, Greg, is, is an excellent resource. Mm-hmm. You know, find people that have had marine surveys done. Um, and talk with them and follow up with other people that have had used that marine surveyor. Marine surveyors that uh, work for insurance companies that have contracts with them are usually um, top notch because those are those contracts can be awfully hard to get and maintain. Uh, and that's what Matthew does part of. And plus, he does. I mean, he does huge ships as well. He's just not doing pleasure craft. He's got huge craft. I mean, mm-hmm. ocean going type stuff that he's looking at as well right well uh where do you find that surveyor though that would uh negotiate for me uh like if i wanted to buy barry's boat and have him come up with so many issues how much money how much money do you have greg oh good point it's just it's it really just depends doesn't it okay i mean because i could get in a bidding war between you and barry barry how much are you willing to pay me to write up an excellent survey versus greg how much are you willing to pay me to write up a terrible survey? the, the big question is barry 
How much are you willing to pay me to take your boat from you? What? I, I can't hear you. Yeah. Something's wrong with my headphones. Anyway, moving on. What else do we have? Oh, well, we got Father's Day coming up. We're going to get into some cool gift ideas or no? Well, you know, uh, nothing like dropping something on Barry at the last minute. Um, no, I've already thought of it during the break yeah. uh, because I knew he would do exactly that. It's usually a rock, a brick, or something like that. <laughs> but if we drop on him. But. You know, we have we have these days during the year that we kind of go over again. You know, Christmas gifts for the boater, yeah. and, uh, Father's Day gifts for the boater, and right on. Mother's Day gifts for the boater, yeah. which is usually getting their husband out of the house, right, um, out on there their boat that. and leaving them alone. Nice twist. Um, I like it, but. Barry, were you able to come up with anything? Well, the only thing that I've come up with that I keep wanting to do to this boat is to build some kind of custom bow dodger with some type of front. And I know we've talked about Isinglass and stuff like that before, but I'd still like something that when I'm out on the boat and if the weather turns bad, that I'm not getting absolutely drenched in rainstorms. Something okay. to block. Barry some of the wants weather. a raincoat. Got it. No, no, he, a wants a, he wants a bow camper. Sort of, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you just buy a tent and just pitch actually? Tent I right did that when the- when I went. Um, if if you recall, I had taken the boat down to the Club and Stay Regatta, mm-hmm. and I rigged up a uh, tarp over the bow of the boat, over the bimini top, right. all the way to the back. So it was sort of like an enclosed little cabin. Occupy but, Barry's boat could be in movement. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> But it wasn't quite what I needed, and I had some issues with it, but uh, something like that. I mean, I've been out there where I've been stuck in the middle of some big storms, and you can crouch down as low as you want, and you do have a bimini top, but it doesn't mean anything when the water's coming in sideways. Hmm. And remember, his boat can't sink, so it could get swamped, but it's not It's not going to sink. Wet, cold, yeah, no, and rainy. It, right. Yeah. It turns it, into exactly. a big floating it, jacuzzi. Mm. Right. And it is it is cold. It is no matter how you do it. You make it sound so good. I, I really do think he's going to give me his boat uh, for a, a, a cost that I'm willing to accept. Just, uh, just me, maybe, but could happen. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that's me, along with Captain Patrick and Barry, the boat around and out the crew. Uh, Father's Day coming up next, uh, well, a week from tomorrow. And Barry wants a tent for his boat. He doesn't want yeah. a tent. It's not a tent. Well, it sounds like okay. a tent. Well, here's the difference. On the bow. Here's the difference. Tents, you can go to um, a sporting goods store. Yeah, outdoor store. Uh, and a buy, camping buy, store. buy yeah. one probably for 30 bucks. Right. The same tent for a boat, $500. Right. Why? Just get a tent. And then no, it's the same it thing. I know. It's, just get a get one of those $30 deals. Oh, no, no. You down. can't use it because it doesn't say boat tent on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's mm. true. It, it, if it doesn't say uh, marinized, then it won't work. Just buy the tent for 30 bucks and tell everybody it was a boating tent. Here's the thing when it comes to Father's Day gifts for the boater uh, in your family. Um, always think of this. Is it something that I would borrow? 
after I gift it to them. True. And right. if it is, buy it. Yep. Because you're just going to wind up with it. Good point. That's the way to approach Buy it. Buy something that you will benefit from on their vessel. I do because uh, I have a uh, my niece, mm-hmm. uh, Megan. Right. Uh, she bought you a dress. No, that she, wouldn't she, really be. She was she probably. was born in Merritt Island. Mm-hmm. She grew up on the water. Yeah. Um, and she is an amazing artist. Okay. Um, so if you're looking for a unique Father's Day gift. Um, you can check her out on Etsy. Um, her store is Poor Soul Art, P-O-U-R, right? Soul, S-O-U-L, Art. Like she painted a picture of you? No, no. She, she, the, the artwork that she does, mm-hmm. uh, when you, depending on, and she does custom pieces as well, yeah. um, look, uh, like marine life, um, seascape type things, mm-hmm. unique one-offs that, you know, are not mass produced, are created, uh, specifically for... So are you, you pitching know. artwork for your niece for people to buy for the boater on their list? Is that what you're doing right now? Yes! I'm promoting her Etsy store. Okay. At least she's keeping it in the family. That's right. Tough times. we got to make some money somehow. More coming up. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Is anybody on it? Yeah, some hairy guy. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's got company. Oh, farts. Floating down the river, sailing on the sea, cruising on the ocean, boats are for me. There you go, a boat. Get him a boat for Father's Day. That's always a... That's always a winner, and you can benefit from it as well. So, Barry, give me your boat for Father's Day. Came up with a great solution for you to give me something for Father's Day. Problem solved. There you go, and you're welcome. No comment at all? Nothing? A- absolutely none. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, my... my- I'm, I'm still trying to find poor soul art and yeah. i must have spelled everything wrong yeah p-o-u-r-s-o-u-l art yeah uh, on etsy but yeah. uh megan did say tell greg thank you so much for the mention mm-hmm. i love him so much right way to brown nose megan yeah. appreciate it <laughs> captain patrick gets 15 percent of every purchase from the website as we know that's just how it works all right um, but so, that, that isn't a bad idea. A piece of art. I mean, a, a boat or a, for Father's Day, I, I think I would appreciate that. Or maybe like a, a bust of uh, Captain Patrick. Sure. That you, that you could deface. That you could destroy. Bust. A bust. A busted bust. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be kind of fun. Now, to, to, to Barry, because um, during the show, if, if you're watching the live Facebook feed, you see me kind of going back and forth. I'm looking at my... Because Barry will start texting me these, you know, like... Uh, manifestos i yeah. swear to god they're like they're like three thousand words okay you know okay. and i gotta hold my phone up close to my face it's like what in what so are they doing one barry don't wait 
Just go ahead and buy this thing. You've been talking about this for five years. What, the tent? Yes. Just do it. Whether you're going to keep the boat or sell the boat, if you sell the boat, it's only going to increase the value Mm -hmm. um, that you can ask for it. In the meantime, if you have it, it gives you more incentive to go out and go boating, especially if it's the weather's inclement or you got a place to hide Greg. Or hide his, yeah, his body. That's true. There you go. Hmm. Uh, So I, I wouldn't hold off i just go ahead and you know if you're looking to have one custom done and go ahead and have it made the, the other thing that you bought up uh via text was was really interesting because you're talking about you've got a, an issue with your steering and the teleflex steering the teleflex <laughs> steering do you have is this a rotary or a rack it's a rotary okay and your service point are you taking it out from the transom attachment and lubing up there, or are you uncoiling it from the rotary and doing the cable on that end? No, I don't think it's the. Ro- oh wait, wait, it's a. You're thinking no, it is a rack. Excuse me, but wait, it, that's the whole thing. Is that underneath where the uh, steering wheel it is? It looks like it's rotary. Okay, is it a round unit? It's a round unit, so it's got to okay. be a rotary. And the, ca- and the cable kind of comes in on and towards the top, I guess you would say, and it's probably got it's, a cotter pin that holds it in. It's got a big, thick cable. It looks like the regular Teleflex that comes out. Yeah. You know, it's one that's, solid. That's rotary. A rack is going to yeah. be a straight bar. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, it's it's rotary. And that end is good because I could disconnect the uh, other end by the engine. You know, the engine's good. That swivel's good. It's right around that engine area. You know, it has those... Uh, Zerk fittings where you right. where you lubricate it, right. but that really seems to be more for the tilt mechanism than it is for the rack. So one time I took it apart, I took off there's these lock nuts, these large, um, almost uh, I forgot what they call like land nuts on each end of the uh, rod where it goes through, and uh, was able to lubricate it that way. But you had me at lubing, long. yeah. <laughs> you, you it sat that, a little too long. It froze up. Coming. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So I, I just got to take it apart again. I just noticed that the other day I went to go turn the engine because I like to check it every now and again because it happened once before and uh, it didn't move. And I go, God dang it. Now I got to take this apart again. Hmm. So, so let me ask you this. At what point do you just replace the cable? Oh, <laughs> what the, in- can you just replace the inside or do you have to replace the inside? Oh, you got, outside? no, you can't replace a core on that. I, oh, I, oh, I, that's cause that's kind of a sealed crimped unit on both ends unlike um you know shift cables engine shift cables i've been successful especially with the bravo threes because the merc product has a shift cable from the shifter to the shift plate and then the shift plate you have an intermediate shift cable because merc's got to be different and bravo threes were problematic in that if the engine stalled while it was in gear and you tried to bring the shifter back into neutral, you stood a good chance of breaking that intermediate shift cable. So I got, yeah, and there's a trick to getting it back into gear, uh, which I will tell you for $95.95. But the trick is actually to, to continue to bump the key into the ignition position. So keep start turning the key like you're trying to start the engine and slowly gently work the shifter back into that neutral position but bravo's bravo threes were uh, inherently problematic for that so i got very adept at replacing inner cores uh, because otherwise to do the intermediate shift cable on that was a pull the drive um type of situation um for the bravo three and that that 
I've done some at boat ramps and at marinas where we weren't pulling that out drive off. You know, so well, you, this this Teleflex, if I have to replace it, I think I'll just take the boat out into the ocean and put some gasoline on it and let it burn. Do you think it'd be that expensive? I, really? I, I think you'd have to pull the floor off to get to it because it goes underneath the floor all the way up to the back of the well, boat. Well, the thing with shift the thing with shift cables and steering cables is they are supposed to be uh, per uh, manufacturing standards suspended. Um, usually in a very large cable tie, they should not be tie wrapped tightly because of movement that they need to be allowed to uh, move freely. If so, you maybe you could uh, snake it through there and replace it, Barry. Have you well, looked what, into what it or no? No, not yet. What I think uh, Captain Patrick's suggesting is you tie the new one to the old one. You yeah. use the old one to pull the new one through. Right. You that, snake it that through. That would be there, correct. Right? The, the the only the only thing that you run the risk of it and. It may be, I've seen some where, you know, we've done them in the past where we've run them through rigging tubes up in the gunnel. So oh, that would, would be nice. So we wouldn't even do um, big cable ties. There would actually be a rigging tube up in the gunnel. And because that was actually better for the overall structure of the boat because it, it provided some rigidity to the uh, side of the deck. Well, what, how much would the cable cost? You Have you even looked into oh, that I, part? I haven't even looked into it yet. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull these packing glands off to loosen up the cable inside that tube that's in the uh, back of the engine mm-hmm. and uh, see if I can loosen it up that way. And what grease you know, are just, you using? Uh, it's marine grade, um, uh, like a general purpose grease. Uh, it's made for those uh, Zerk fittings. So that's what I've been using. I check out uh, Teleflex's site and look at. Oh, they have their own type of grease uh, for that. Yeah, it's usually a green. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's what came out of the tube, and I got okay. my little Zerk gun, and I uh, that's what I fill those for. Yeah, because that stuff is green man. goo in there. Yeah, it's a good grease. Has a bit of a funky smell. Yeah, mm. it does. Right. Uh, so, yeah, and, and the reason why I bought that up is it. One thing I, I I greatly appreciate Barry about Barry is you know he does all his own engine maintenance, all his own boat maintenance, all his trailer maintenance. Yeah. So he's the boat owner that you would hope everybody would be, where he has really gotten to know his boat down deep and personal, in, in so much that he knows how to go about and service these items, which a lot of people don't even think about because i field a lot of those phone calls during the week where's this how do i get to that uh how do i do this and yeah it, there comes a point where as a manufacturer we sh- we should start charging um by the phone call because basically we wind up telling a customer that may have a 10 year or 15 or 20 year old boat basically how to fix their boat and we're telling them how to do it for free but mm-hmm. now that and that's the type of company that i work for where we extend ourselves to that but you know, you could wind up on the phone with somebody for an hour, you know, kind of going over this and you're following up with an email and you're sending them pictures and diagrams and here's where the Zerk fitting, you know, Zerk fitting. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. No, sir. I guarantee you it's there. It's there. I, it, are you sure? Yes, sir. I've been doing this since I was 18 years old. I'm telling you it's there. Can you send me a picture? Sure. I can also tell you where it is. No, if you can send me a picture. Okay. I'll send you a picture as well. Google it. No, that would be too easy. And for the love of Pete, stop going to the Facebook boat owners forums and posting these ridiculous questions. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like once a week come in with the most ridiculous question that's been posted on these forums because it it's just why would you ask why would you crowdsource an answer for something related to hey, does this fuel filter look like it needs to be replaced what's the best lube you know you got 300 people responding uh, 295 of the answers it are get entertaining wise wise guys if you, know? you ask the right question i'm uh, just saying just stay away from those oh boy don't get me started on the seacocks All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh look at this so much fun you'll ship your pants you'll ship your pants bro this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick and uh barry's your boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information all right so um i don't know we didn't have any more uh father day no, gift just, ideas no that just, was pretty uh, much uh, it just buy something that you yourself would want because it's going to wind up being something that you 
probably borrow from your well if it's on if it's a boating product yes chances are you're going to end up using it so just keep that in mind yeah like a new fishing reel think ahead you know right uh, a new boat Mm -hmm. new boats are cool Right, um, right, right. One thing you don't want to do is get anybody firearms because uh, this past week a man was arrested for allegedly shooting, and it, not allegedly, um, uh, shooting at a boat on the intracoastal waterway. This was up in South Carolina. Uh, apparently, he was one of those where he's at the back of his house and he, hey, if the, your music is too loud and you're in a no wake zone. Oh, ah. So instead of doing what any normal sane person would do, which right. is either ignore it because the people are on their way, they're, they're going to be passing by in, in 90 seconds, or calling the Marine Patrol and taking down the boat name and mm-hmm. or trying to mm-hmm. find a registration number and, and making them aware that, you know, they they were making a wake and, you know, noise is, is there's nothing you're going to really do about that. Yeah. Um, no, he decided to take matters into his own hands and come out with his firearm and fire off some shots at the boat. So that would get his point across. However, it might be better to use like water balloons or a no, water cannon no, be way more fun. No, 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 no. What do mean? No, 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 don't do that. Don't because use a water cannon no, or a balloon, water balloon? No. Why? Okay. So, Greg. Just turn it into a game. Greg, you're on the back of, you're the behind your house on the water. Yeah. And there's a boat coming by and mm-hmm. it is playing uh, some loud, obnoxious music like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And <laughs> you have one of these water balloon slingshots mm-hmm. and you decide to fire off two of these things. You hit the driver, knock the driver in the water. The With a water is, balloon? Yeah. The okay. Guy falls in the water, boat kind of water spins around, are you runs making? him over, kills him. Now you're charged with manslaughter. I don't know. What Do not you gotta, fire you gotta, any projectiles at boaters on the water, including water cannons. Well, when I say water cannons, I'm, I'm thinking more like a super soaker. No! Just they think it's a game. Listen, years ago, I had a friend of mine. We were yeah. out boating. He was on. He you was one of these bet, jet. He was poke an eye out with that thing. One of these jet ski guys, and he thought it would be fun yeah. to get as close to the boat as possible and pull away at the last moment and spray everybody on the boat, right. not realizing that he destroyed the stereo that was in the boat, because even though it's a marine-grade stereo- Well, that's a different thing. He's being even a- Even though it's a marine-grade stereo, it's not designed to be saturated right, but with it, but that's five a different gallons thing. of water. You're, you're talking about someone who's just being uh, obnoxious. I'm saying if it was somebody who's like breaking the law, like you no, said, no, he's don't know through a no, no, don't take, don't take the law in your own hands. If you're that aggrieved, call the authorities. Period. Have you not heard? They're eliminating all police departments. There's not going to be nobody to call. Haven't you been watching the news? No, that's only for ground people on the ground. Oh, okay. Anything about water? Doesn't apply to the Marine Patrol. No. Okay. No. Now, you guys are aware that Thank we had goodness. a tropical storm out in the Gulf this past week, right? Yeah, it came We've right had through three. Uh, Florida, actually. Uh, We've I, had three storms in Why three are you weeks. holding up five fingers? Yeah. yeah, I only have three left. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> three in three That's what weeks. happens when you replace a steering cable the wrong way. Yeah. That's right. You, you Ow, that two. hurt. So what's your point, Patrick? Uh, Cristobal, mm-hmm. um, otherwise known as Crystal Ball, depending on which part of the country you were in, um, was out off the coast of Louisiana, and these two—I'm going to call them boaters, but they're really not. They're they're nimrods. They decided that <laughs> they're going to go out boating. Tropical storm 
Hell yeah! Let's go! We're going to knock this thing out with some water balloons. There won't be anybody on the water because everybody's staying in port because they're smart. It's like the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, right? Yeah, well, they went out in a 20-foot yellow skiff. A skiff! (laughs) What's a little tropical wave, huh? Are you sure they weren't uh, surfing? No, I'm sure they weren't (laughs) surfing. Uh, Luckily, um, they were found nearly 24 hours after they were reported missing. Yeah. Um, and they were, uh, they drifted and swam. They had one life jacket between them. Mm-hmm. So, word to the wise or the unwise <laughs> if you are hell bent on going out in conditions that otherwise everybody else is staying in port, whether there's a, there's a, a small craft warning or there's an approaching uh, tropical storm or hurricane or tsunami. Whatever it is. Take video so we can document your stupidity at for least, others to learn at from. At least yeah. wear a life jacket oh, okay. so they can find your body e- more easily. Hmm. I think the video is more important. I just I, have more beneficial uh, aspects. I mean, hey, look what I did. Don't ever do this. You might live. I mean, look at look at know. look at these num- nimrods, and the, and then they got, of course, the one guy's girlfriend or wife, whatever. Like, hey, hey he's alive. I was really hoping I was going to collect that insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. They well, lived. luckily they didn't call for help during the storm and have to uh, risk the lives of the Coast Guard out there. True enough. Okay. Well, I don't know. Don't be that guy. Is that what the moral of that story was? Or? No, it, it, it's really, as always, don't be a Greg. No, that's <laughs> not true. I wouldn't do that. Don't be a Greg. I would have stayed on shore and shot water balloons at the tropical storm. Probably would have. I'm a safe distance. All right. On that disturbing note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is life better. Life is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.